Okay, first uh, audio cast with the, I got a new microphone here. Hopefully it will improve on the, uh, the audio a bit. I have a tendency to do a lot of inflection with my voice. I, I, I guess that compensates for the Italian in me. Otherwise, I'd be just gesticulating wildly with my hands, I guess. Uh, we're going to get over with this uh, uh, Titanic thing. Um, I, I, I got to say, this this is, uh, I, I was shocked. I'm, I'm not a Titanic. I've never even seen the movie. Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't really know anything about the Titanic. So, you know, stuff you read when you were a kid and stuff, uh, the movies, the old black and white stuff. Uh, uh, so I, I, even when Ballard found it, uh, you know, I was like, so, you know, don't you have better things to do? Uh, if you can go down two miles deep into the ocean, there's a lot of other things I'd rather see than the wreckage of an old boat. Uh, I was totally uninterested, okay? But uh, I, 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 the massive conspiracy that extends from, from the government to the Jesuits to, to, to uh, uh, J.P. Morgan in America and, and the Federal Reserve, it's all interconnected. Uh, Lord Mercy, you, Lord Mercy would do it again for the Lusitania. A year later, uh, this is a cover-up of monumental proportions. Uh, it was probably—I I called it the first 911 because it was an insurance job too. Uh, they took them for twelve and a half million dollars, Lloyd's of London. But no doubt, Lloyd's of London was in on it too, just like the insurance companies for uh, the World Trade Center were probably in on it too. Everybody gets theirs, you know. Now, I, I went to the uh, Wikipedia as a, uh, you know, their typical uh, debunking of conspiracy theories. Uh, how, that is the most stupid phrase ever invented. And, and people who use it, other than to say, uh, as, as a literary uh, uh, device, uh, they would have be smashed right in the face as soon as they say it. How fucking stupid can you be to think, uh, call somebody a conspiracy theorist? Conspiracy, it's called the Rico Statute. Uh, conspiracies happen all the time. You have conspiracy to commit murder, conspiracy to commit arson. You have conspiracy to run a criminal organization under the Rico. What the, you know, like I said, these people, uh, they, need, they will need to be dispatched of with flamethrowers. They, Gordon Duff said it, he, he predicted it because he was in on it. Uh, they are too stupid to live. And, and uh, if you think, if you think that you're ever going to solve the problems of this civilization, dragging along 70 million zombies who, who believe that there's no such thing as a conspiracy theory, like like a, a rube sitting at a three-card Monty game, losing all their money and thinking he couldn't be cheated. I, I don't know what's, you know. This, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. You're not going to wake them up. Okay, let's start with Ballard and the uh, Woods Hole Oceanographic and French Oceanographic Institute. They discovered this uh, the wreckage of this thing 12 miles away from where it was supposed to be. I, I was in the uh, mid-80s. I think it was 85. Okay, first things first. Uh, where the paints peeled off, they, they found gray paint. Okay, uh, gray paint was not used as an undercoat on the Titanic. It was used as an undercoat on the Olympic. Second of all, uh, they got pictures of the propeller. Now, uh, um, Smith had run over a tugboat and the, uh, or a wreckage on the Grand Banks, and they had to swap propellers. They had a propeller for the uh, uh, the Titanic was swapped to the Olympic. He'd run over the uh, the wreckage on the Grand Banks with the Olympic. Uh, now that propeller number that they swapped out from the Titanic was uh, numbered four hundred one. 
Well, he's got pictures. The floor is not clear, but the old one certainly is. Excuse me, the uh, propeller was swapped out when, when, he, when he ran into the Hawk, the, uh, the British warship. Okay, now he went to the stern. Uh, the stern. There's a longitudinal bulkheading on the stern of the wreckage of the, so said, it's the Olympic. Uh, and uh, the, 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 on the plans, this, the, there is no longitudinal bulkheading on, on either boat. But the Olympic, uh, and it was repaired like three different times. Uh, and it was all patched up when he run down the tugboat in New York Harbor. It was pat patched up in New York. They have pictures of that. By the way, all of these pictures can be seen. Uh, it's an Amazon. I listed it in the credits. You have to you have to pay for the Amazon Prime if you're really interested. I have all the pictures to back up everything that's said. Um, okay, and uh, there's a longitudinal bulkheading in the stern of the wreckage. Uh, it only could have been resulted from the, one of the numerous patch jobs done on the Olympic. Then you got best of all. Okay, these these boat ships, the Olympic and the Titanic, uh, as traditional, had four foot letters engraved uh, on the side of the bow, uh, and and bowed, uh, brought the cameras over to it, uh, and like I said, they were engraved. But suddenly now, uh, these have been uh, stamped on uh, with iron plating. Now on two 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 of the areas where it said Titanic, the iron plate letters had fallen off. Now Ballard pinned in with the cameras, and sure enough, engraved where, where these platings fell off with the nameplate of the Titanic, were the letter M and P. Now, I don't know how you spell things, but I don't think there's any M in any P in Titanic. Besides, they were engraved into the hull like they were supposed to be, uh, obviously. And there is an M and a P in Olympic, isn't there? Now, right there. That's the end of any, Wikipedia should have been forced, forced by any, and any legal means to take down their debunking, uh, 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 it's just nonsense, and those books they're referencing that are, are, are poo-pooing it, and uh, they, those books should be burned. If you bought the book, I'm sorry, you bought a piece of shit. You throw the book out, it's worthless. The, the person who wrote it is worthless. Because let me tell you, uh, looking at this, okay, before I went into the actual, uh, uh, you know, the mechanics of this with this this movie, and uh, like I said, you have all, all the pictures uh, in in the in, in the um, in the essay, or, or it's not really an essay in the, in the book. I mentioned that uh, suddenly the, the Titanic was supposed to have fourteen portals. That's the plans. There's pictures of it, uh, and when it left port uh, Southampton, you have pictures of it, no doubt taken by the Jesuit priest. Uh, with 16 portholes. And it was supposed to have only even windows on the on B deck. And when it left port, it had even windows. Uh, the Olympic had even windows, the Titanic did not. Uh, clearly from the start, it was the Olympic. But when these guys who write these books, they, uh, I, don't, I don't know why people buy them. I, I really don't. Uh, first of all, they know nothing about the sea half of them. Uh, they're just like hobbyists. And they read read things, and then they repeat what they read, and and nobody did any research. When I started doing research, I, oh yeah, I used those Wikipedia. I read every fucking one of them, okay. And so I came up with the scenario I gave you. And by the way, only my paid paid uh, subscribers got the scenario of how it sunk, because I ain't giving stuff away no more. My, I worked like a dog on this for a month. Like I told you, I read every Wikipedia link on it. 
first things first. William Steed was head of the Round Table Society. Him and Milner were the successors of Cecil Rhodes. Steed was one of the most powerful men in the world. He was the most powerful man in the world, besides for his counterpart, Milner. And they'd been fighting each other for 10 years for control of the Round Table, which meant control of the entire West. Okay? He was on that boat, and he died on that boat. Right away, anybody that, oh, Guggenheim, oh, Strauss, oh, oh, who asked you? They weren't against, they weren't against uh, Rothschild. No, 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 no. Actually, uh, Guggenheim and Strauss had sided with Judge Brandis in his decision against the Federal Reserve earlier in the United States. That's more bullshit than Wikipedia's got up there. I'll tell you. I just am so disgusted that that is allowed to masquerade as an encyclopedia. You know, when you go to college, they'll tell you, first thing they tell you is you cannot use a Wikipedia for a reference. It's written, it's written by Jewish house, housewives in Israel, okay? And, and everything is whitewashed according to however Israel wants it whitewashed, or their masters in London and, and on the East Coast or, or, or in New England want it written. Okay, it has nothing to do with reality, nothing in Wikipedia. Oh, maybe the animals, I don't know. Would they cover up animal life, I, 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 behavior? So maybe, maybe the, uh, the animal, I know the geography is all bullshit too. We all know that now, right? After the advent of the flat earth movement, always criticized. Oh, but nobody can refute it, can they? Uh, I'm not saying that the earth is flat, but uh, I am saying it's concave, just like Clarice said and was never disproven. Uh, hundred and something years ago. That's how the Germans aimed their goddamn B-2 and B-1 rockets. All right? The uh, uh, whole thing you told about the NASA was a scenario. Yeah, they haven't been back to the moon because they were never there in the first place. Anyway, let's get back to the Titanic. Okay? Now, there's characters in it that are repetitive. Okay? Now, uh, some reason, on the maiden voyage, uh, this guy, uh, Murdoch, he, he, he was the, uh, in charge of the officers. I forget what the title is. Uh, you know, the, then below you got the first, second, third, and fourth officers. But you got like the grand officer, okay? He's like the first mate. Uh, he's right under the captain. Now, this guy, Murdoch, he, he, he was, he was the, uh, the first mate. I'll call him the first mate for my own seamanship, okay? Now, after the trials, Smith insisted, insisted on bringing in his own man, Wild. This guy, Wild, who I, uh, was the hero. I, I, I made him into the hero, but uh, the evidence indicates that he was. Okay, we'll go through that. Uh, now, uh, he, he had actually wrote his sister and said he didn't like this, you know. Uh, he didn't like any of it. But uh, I, I don't think Smith liked any of it either, which was the reason that the, uh, the kid, now, now uh, the links, uh, uh, the conspiracy uh, the type things, they talk about, oh, the Jesuits did it, the Jesuits did it. Because this kid, uh, this kid paid a visit. He wasn't even ordained yet. He was, uh, he was like a semi-Jesuit. But his uncle was the most powerful Jesuit, maybe uh, outside the Vatican, or maybe even inside the Vatican. He was Bishop of Coin, which is like a title they give. Uh, you know, uh, he was definitely the most powerful Jesuit in in the British uh, Empire. Okay. Now he, this kid was raised by by his uncle, so he was more like his son, uh, and. Uh, this kid, he, he spent the, the, the maiden voyage, was I think that they, they cruised from Southampton to uh, Queenstown Island. 
It was a day, and it was like a big party. And this kid spent a lot of the day with Captain Smith. Now, this kid, I don't think he, he probably didn't know it either. Uh, it's a very simple plan. You can see what they had. They, was, they were going to do. What they were going to do, what, what Captain Smith was told, what uh, First Mate Wild was told, uh, and probably a lot of the other crew, uh, besides for the parties I named, uh, there was Murdoch, Lighthaller, and Boxhall, okay? Uh, the rest could have been kept in the dark as to the truth, what they were going to really do. Uh, you see, what you do, the Titanic had four, uh, was able to withstand uh, four bulkheadings being breached, okay? Uh, actually, there was five, probably more. But uh, if they had run head-on into that iceberg, uh, you know, they might have crushed in the first two bulkheads. Because first of all, it wasn't the Titanic, like I said. The boat had been repaired on the starboard side. It had been stitched together. The keel was bent, the Olympic. Okay, Murdoch knew that. Uh, and what happens when you... you uh, this, this I know from my father was probably the best at putting a boat in a slip. He was known all over Montauk. Pretty. He could do it with a single engine, a 45-foot single-engine boat. He could spin it around in a gale force wind and back it right through, right through two poles. Uh, and you, you know how you do that. You cut the wheel and you throw the boat hard in reverse. And that's what the fucking guy Murdoch did. So he spun the starboard side right into the iceberg instead of taking it on the bow where he would have crushed in a couple of compartments. They would have killed a few of the crew, sweeping in the forward bunk that way. There's no doubt about that. But, uh, you know, you would have maybe 50, 40 people dead instead of uh, 1,500 people dead. Now, I, I'm sure that Smith was a party to this, and I'm sure that this Jesuit... Uh, Kid, the uh, he, he, you know, he told him because at the time the big thing was uh, home rule for Ireland, and and of course the Jesuits wanted uh, the Catholic section of Ireland uh, to have its own home rule, uh, and uh, this kid, uh, being that they were both uh, Irish, uh, his uh, bishop, you know, his uncle and himself, uh, they of course wanted home rule, and uh, this was probably how they sold Smith. Uh, I don't know, maybe they even told him because later on. With with the development of World War One, they would get uh, they would get Jerusalem, which is what the Jesuits really wanted. Uh, Israel's not even a Jewish thing; it's a Jesuit thing. It's like the Jews are so stupid. But anyway, let's keep going. So what the, what what Smith is is he he slept in the, uh, the the map room, the chart room, which is right behind the uh, uh, the bridge. Uh, as Captain Lord did too. Uh, they want, he wanted to make it look good. And Captain Lord made a big mistake by not letting some of his crew in on what they were doing. Uh, I don't know why he didn't, because half the fucking crew on the Titanic knew they were out there to sink the boat. Uh, his radio operator wasn't didn't wake up. He, uh, what happened is he was trying he was trying to get their position to the Titanic, but they had rigged the uh, the radio room in the Titanic and brought in two guys from Marconi. They were partners. They later denied they knew each other, but they were partners, and everybody knew it. Uh, and uh, you know, when their boats are close like they were, uh, it booms into the radio room. The message, he kept trying to tell him the position. And the guy tells him to shut up. He actually told him to shut up. He was trying to get messages across to the uh, Canada. Uh, he was on the, uh, and this guy was drowning him out. So, you know, the radio operator for the, uh, um, for the, uh, uh, the, the Californian, he, he, he doesn't know about any conspiracy. He just went to bed. All right, he didn't wake up till five thirty in the morning. By then, you know every, everything was done, and that's that's when this guy Lord, 
He steamed over there, and they ended up blaming the whole thing. And he, they set him up as a patsy. Uh, they, they said he was in the vicinity. He wasn't really. He was 19 miles away. Uh, and uh, there was a whaling boat in between them that they're, they're both, they both were looking at. Uh, and that later, uh, there was later time, the well, the, uh, it wasn't a whaling boat, it was a seal poacher. It was a wooden uh, type skiff. And the guy was poaching on the ice and uh, he was calling in his rowboats. Uh, you know, the guys are clubbed little baby seals over the head. And, uh, you know, he was using flares and he, he knew something was going on, but he, he couldn't answer because he was, you know, obviously he was, he was performing a criminal act. So by the time uh, the, 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 the what they were going to do, I was getting to this, is they were going to crash in the bow, okay? Now, supposedly she can remain afloat with four flooded uh, flooded compartments. Uh, so the boat could have remained in, uh, afloat indefinitely, indefinitely, okay? Uh, and just to make sure that it didn't get towed back to port, they had a fire going in bunk ten, uh, bunk ten, bunker 10. And uh, they kept that fire they kept that fire. They even stoked it with coal during the voyage. They filled up the room. And what they're going to do is probably, uh, you know, once they got everybody off, they say, oh, there was a fire, you know. And, and, and then the boat would have, the fire would have went up and, you know, the boat would have sunk and they got their insurance money. But that's that's not what, what these guys like Milner and Escher uh, and, uh, and the guys who were really running the British Empire wanted. What they wanted was Steed dead, okay? Steed was on his way to America at the invitation of President Taft. What they were doing, Milner was trying to install Woodrow Wilson. Nobody ever heard of Woodrow Wilson before. He was backed by all the money of the Roundtable Society, and suddenly he, he's like Barack, Barack Obama. He came out of nowhere. And he never could have won the election because then they didn't fix elections as thoroughly as they do now. Uh, if if Roosevelt, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, had not run against Taft and split the vote between him and Taft, and that's how Wilson got in. Now, uh, uh, Teddy Roosevelt was a great admirer of Steed, and Steed, no doubt, was going to try to talk him out of running in the election. He knew what was up. He knew the hope, like I said, him and Milner were running the round table. They were the heirs of Cecil Rhodes. He, uh, Steed, was all down with this for the first decade in the uh, 20th century. But then when he saw where it was going, with war with Germany, he suddenly became the biggest proponent in the world for peace. He had written that letter uh, that, that to, to, to all of them at the end of, uh, uh, when they nearly went to war over Morocco, he had written that letter in the most prominent, prestigious paper in, in England. Uh, I, 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 I published it, and it was uh, very critical. Now he's on his way to see Taft at the tall fucking mon monkey wrench in, in the Pilgrim Society and the Round Table Society's plans, okay? Uh, and he could have done it because he was the guy, you know, a lot of them looked up to him, not Milner. Uh, if he had went over, over to America, if he'd gotten to America, there would have been no World War I, okay? Because, simply because they, 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 they wanted all their bets covered. See, uh, uh, they didn't know. Russia was unreliable, man. Russia was in the throes of revolution. Uh, and they knew that. And uh, if Russia as, would uh, succeed from the war, as it did, did it eventually did, uh, they'd be stuck, the French and the English, against the German army that was far superior to theirs. And uh, they wanted a backup. And the backup had to be America. And they couldn't, Taft was never going to go to war for England. Uh, and uh, 
the, the backup had to be very reliable. So they installed Woodrow Wilson. Not to mention that he rolled over and took it up the ass when they when they instituted the Federal Reserve, uh, um, which uh, that's that's where it comes in with uh, Rothschild. Now now Rothschild, who do who do you think Rothschild got all his money from? Where, where, where? He, he got it for Napoleon, the Battle of Waterloo, for Christ's sakes, Bauer hung out that shingle way before. The Battle of Waterloo, somebody financed the Rothschilds, and that somebody was the Vatican. I know from whence I speak. I was in the middle of that working for one of the landscape company for, for Manufacturers Hanover Trust when that P2 scandal burst out into the open that tied the mafia P2 and manufacturers hand over trust into the Vatican, okay? And that's where Rothschild's money's coming from. It's them that wanted the Federal Reserve, the Vatican. Uh, again, the Jews, stupid as they are, they're, they're like guineas, they're like Italians, okay? The Jews like to take credit for everything even when they didn't do it. Like the Italians like to take credit for the mafia, the Jews want to take credit for being brilliant. So they keep their mouths shut, a lot of them. Uh, then there's that thing with the synagogue and they're ostracized from their own community. You see something somebody doesn't like. Just look at Norman Finkelstein, David Irving, you know, just to name a few. Uh, you know, they, they, they got they got to speak as one. Uh, well, they're not much different from the Catholics. I mean, they go along. They went along with the Jesuits, and uh, when they tell you, you know, if, uh, uh, responsible for every war ever started in Europe, that's the Jesuits. Uh, they, they tell you how many countries the Jews have been run out. Well, the Jesuits have been run out of more countries, okay? They were run out of Asia by Mao. They were run out of Russia. They were run out of everywhere. Everywhere that ever, ever had a revolution, the first thing they do, they do is you run out the Jesuits, okay? And uh, some of you, this is going to be private. Uh, you know, you'll notice that we've been, uh, they, we're not infiltrated by them. They've been there all along. They've been there since VT. Uh, you know, maybe they've been there since 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 I was a kid. You know, that's where I was. I was Jesuit. I'm Jesuit educated. Maybe I'm not living up to what they wanted. I'm, oh, I'm so sorry, guys. I will tell you this, okay? The Germans are watching them, okay? And uh, they've been in touch with me, and they just sent me something. And uh, you know, they 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 chilled out, right? Because they probably got warned. There, there is a third power. There, don't fool yourself. There is a third power. And I will publish uh, what they sent me. I will publish it on the bottom of this audio cast. I'm not going to go into it uh, uh, verbally here. You can read it yourself, and you'll see uh, what I saw. But uh, let's continue on with the Titanic. So, if you're going to kill 1,500 people to make sure one guy is dead, and by the way, uh, that's the way they couldn't just kill this guy. It would have started a fucking civil war in England. Uh, so they had to make it look good. And, uh, you know, they knew Morgan was uh, out. They probably told lawyers of London and Churchill to, to deny the insurance claim for the Olympic. They probably set the whole thing up. I don't want to go that deep into it. Let some other writer do that later on. I'm writing a book about the, the, whole, the big picture. Okay, that's why I gave you a sporadic... But I thought it was a very good account of what happened, and it's probably the truest thing you're ever going to read about the Titanic until somebody else takes up the torch. But you know what? They're not going to get to read that because that's paid subscribers only. Once I went into the account, like I said, I'm not giving anything away. I got to make a living doing this. And besides, there's so much things going on behind your back. 
as you will see from the subtext of this audio, uh, not behind your back, but you don't see, you don't see, you don't understand. They hear Kennedy's footsteps now. Oh, who do you think murdered Kennedy? He was Catholic, you idiots. I'm sorry, I shouldn't call my own paid subscribers idiots, but uh, Kennedy was Catholic and he was put in by the Jesuits. Immediately his brother starts uh, attacking the, the, the mafia, which put him in there, and all, all, all the strong arm, the strong right arm of the Vatican in, in the United States. Uh, so uh, they, they got betrayed. And they said, we're gonna pull these two kids. And that's, that's what happened. And that's why they're so scared. They're so scared that Kennedy's running. Oh, guys, I'm glad you're scared. Do you hear, do you hear the footsteps? They're coming down. Pyramid Head is coming for you. Okay? Pyramid Head. So, we're not going to leave it up to the sea to drown Steed, are we? No. We're going to put an assassin on that boat. Nobody's seen Steed after the frickin', uh, the collision either. But even... More, per, uh, more importantly, there was an assassin with all the credentials in the world. They would not have used the commoner to shoot. Like I said, uh, Steve was one of the people running the empire, and the British are a very traditional people. They would not have had a commoner uh, assassinate a king, so uh, they would have a prince, and that prince was on the boat. It was Baron. Baron Duff Gordon, yes, yes, uh, I received uh, those lineage lines of Gordon and Duff. Uh, the two lineage lines go back to the Sinclair, the, the uh, church in Sinclair and the Knights Templar. Now this Duff Gordon, as opposed to Gordon Duff, Baron Duff Gordon was married to one of the most beautiful women in the world and she, she invented like pungent negligees and nightgowns with, you know, where you can see cleavage and stuff and she was extremely wealthy herself, and she was Lady Duff, and they were both on the boat. Okay, they were in first class. But our, our, our Duff Gordon happens to be, uh, he might have been the baddest man in the fucking world at the time. Uh, he was the, uh, the dueling champion. Uh, uh, he had been beaten when he was 46, and he, he won the silver, but a German guy beat him in the Olympics. Uh, and that was only six years prior to when the Titanic went down. Uh, and the, this was not even in the, fo uh, the foyer dueling that they used. Those little, little things. They, these, this was uh, something called an epa. These were swords that were, that's how they really fought duels. They were to kill. Uh, but uh, they had uh, homogenized it or, or safetyized it for the Olympics. And uh, he, he took the silver in that six years before. He was acknowledged as the the biggest expert in, in dueling pistols, and he was also a, 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 an expert in hand-to-hand -hand combat and trained by the greatest wrestler in the world at the time. Okay, so this was this is one guy, and I don't care if he was a baron or a duke, you didn't want to fuck with this guy, all right? Uh, and he was on the boat, and he was on the boat, and what happened is I'm seeing this guy Murdoch, man. I'm seeing him all over the Wikipedia links. What happened is he gets there an hour later. Now his secretary, Mabel, uh, his wife's lesbian lover, too, uh, she was panicking. And, and they, they had a big problem getting her on the lifeboat. But he leaves in lifeboat one, okay? Lifeboat one an hour after, uh, left an hour late or something, all right, because they couldn't get her on the boat. Uh, there's a lot of conflict, conflicting accounts because... Uh, Obviously, the Titanic crew told all kinds of lies, starting with Lydall, and he was swimming around and 
water that was three bedoulis below zero, uh, uh, freezing uh, for an hour. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. Uh, he would have been laughed out of court today. And it would have been laughed out of court then if Lord Mercy wasn't presiding over it. So like I said, a lot of conflicting, a lot of conflicting testimony. But the best stuff comes from the passengers and what they've seen in dibs and dabs and stuff. But who's waiting for our Duff Gordon when he gets there with Mabel and his lady Duff? But Murdoch again. You know, the stewards are loading people, but in this case, the first officer uh, boards Duff Gordon onto Lifeboat One. And who was on Lifeboat One but seven members of the Titanic crew and two Jewish uh, businessmen from New York? Not from New York, from the United States. That's it. That's it. It was, uh, nobody could understand how this lifeboat left with 12 people. But that it did. That it did. And as it rode off, Maybe, uh, uh, Lady Duff was yelling at Mabel, and uh, he was talking about uh, giving fivers out, uh, uh, don't pick up the survivors, all oh, this was, you know, there was other lifeboats, it was all overheard. Uh, and uh, I, I, obviously, obviously, this is the guy they put there to, to make sure Steve went down with the ship. Um, so, and we got Murdoch again. Again, again, okay, and this is not the end of Murdoch's crimes. Uh, later on, the passengers seen him shoot two people uh, by a lifeboat. Now, you know, of course, the crew said they were trying to board the lifeboat. They were men, uh, and uh, I, I surmised that they were probably Guggenheim and his, his, uh, his valet, like his, his, uh, he had an Armenian bodyguard, a kid. 22, 23 years old, big, strong kid. It was like uh, his secretary, they called it. And they were sharing a stateroom together like playboys, man. You know, this guy was, uh, he was pretty handsome for a Jew. And I guess uh, he was screwing everything he could, you know. And, you know, they, uh, anyway, they get themselves a blonde, you know. Uh, you know, this Armenian guy gets to watch his back. But they, he acted, they loaded the women they were with onto the lifeboats. They went back to their stateroom. They got the, out of the life jackets. They changed into their best evening wear. They went back on deck, and they started assisting people. Uh, this guy, Guggenheim, spoke German, too. He was loading some German people. They, they, you know, whoever he could help. Now, Guggenheim was probably, and his, his uh, secretary, it was probably the people shot by, by, by Murdoch. Now, the story goes that the crew told was Murdoch shot himself, or he got washed over by a wave? There were two different stories. I suspect that Wild, who had his number, and believe me, Captain Smith didn't bring Wild in because he was uh, he was a uh, you know a pushover. I suspect I suspect Wild plugged him after he seen that, and uh, that's how he got shot. Uh, I, I bet, as a matter of fact, I'd bet money on it. I'd bet money on it. Uh, so that's how we got the Murdoch uh, 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 as the villain here. Uh, he's obviously, obviously in this up. Like I said, you don't throw a boat in reverse on a turn unless you want to spin your transom into, into, into dock. He, uh, you think it was his first day on a boat? Uh, and, and I'm sure once Captain Smith and Wild saw that, they knew what was up uh, and that they knew they'd been fucked. 
uh, uh, the other guy, guy Boxhall, he's giving them the wrong position. That, that's 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 what that's why Captain Lord could, never got there. He was they were supposed to do this in front of Captain Lord on the Californian, uh, but like I said. This guy, of course, Smith is trying to limit his own uh, his own culpability in this. So what he did is he slept in the chart room right behind the uh, uh, the bridge too, uh, and you know they probably agreed that this guy uh, Murdoch, uh, you know he's like the dirty deeds done dirt cheap guy. He was going to run down the iceberg and take the you know take the fall for it. Why not? They probably had a million pounds for him waiting for waiting in a bank for him in London. So. Uh, yeah, he, he, but, uh, you know, it makes a lot better cover if the boat goes down in two or three hours, don't it? So he spins the patched up, patched up starboard side of the Olympic dead on into the iceberg and it peeled back. It collapsed the whole patchwork. And he knew just what he was doing. And Captain Smith and first mate Wild probably knew just what he did too. Uh, after that, they went below deck. They said, you know, and, and they, they, they took them a long time to get everything because the, 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 all, all the officers throughout the California, they were telling, they were telling the first class passengers, don't worry, don't worry. Uh, uh, the California is going to pick us all up. Don't worry. You know, uh, how did they know that? Because they were in on it. Uh, the whole, the whole, uh, the, every officer on that ship knew it was going down. Uh, but they didn't know it was going down because what was going down was the ultimate uh, betrayal uh, and uh, double deal because what they wanted to do was uh, kill most of those people so it would make good cover for killing Steed. Uh, you know, uh, like we try to show, he was uh, greatly admired all over the world. He had, he had uh, many of the aristocracy sided with him, not Milner. Milner had to get rid of him. And uh, if he was going to have this war, the Jesuits had to get rid of them if they were going to take Jerusalem. Uh, and and uh, that, I, I do not believe that this kid uh, knew what was going to happen. I think he talked Captain Smith into doing this on a religious ground. Smith was a very religious man. And uh, I, 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 I think that Smith only expected you know, 20, 30 casualties from crashing in the bulkhead, front bulkhead uh, among his crew. Uh, you know, none of, none of the officers would have got hurt, none of the passengers. Uh, 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 so he figured, uh, I, I guess I got to do this. My church wants me to do this. Uh, but the kid probably didn't know. The uncle knew what was up. His uncle knew what was up. They knew this boat was going down and it was going to go down fast. Uh, and and you had uh, all kinds of, like I said, the, 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 the uh, hearings were, were a travesty. The American one was done a rush job. J.P. Morgan fixed it. He was the owner of the White Star through, through another company. He had bought it in 1903. And uh, in, in, in Great Britain, everything was fixed. Everything. Uh, and, uh, you know, everybody knew about Duff Gordon, too. That was that was the big part when they interviewed him. Hey, oh, oh, everybody's blaming me. I, I he took off with a lifeboat with the... Uh, with two, it really had five people on it because seven of the guys were rowers and uh, part of the crew. So, <laughs> yeah, 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 he knew what was it. He knew what time it was. Uh, and uh, so the, the people in England knew what time it was. That was the largest crowd outside the courtroom when he showed up for the trial and everything. But of course, this guy, uh, Lord Mercy, he, he, he whitewashed everything. And they ended up blaming it on Lord. They said, uh, 
He said, they said the flares that the, the whaling, uh, the uh, seal poacher was shooting up uh, were the flares from the Titanic, and he ignored them. And he spent the rest of the life, his life trying to clear his name. So I suggest this would make a great book. Uh, the, the British movie that I, I, I listed in the credits uh, is excellent. It's excellent. Uh, you know, like I said, they're showing you pictures. I, I don't I, I don't know what that Wikipedia link is still doing up, and it, it better be taken down. I'm telling you now, it better be taken down. Uh, these, 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 Wikipedia should be just wiped, purged, purged off the internet at this point. I don't need a Jewish housewife telling me what happened. You know, go make some matzo balls. You're gawky smelling. All right. Let me not get into that. Uh, so... That, I, I would like to see another writer take this up. We are leaving the Titanic in our wake. We're going to the Antarctic. And I'm going to leave you a little uh, synopsis of uh, by the Germans, I guess. I'm not telling you who sent it. I'll just leave it below.